Hi, this is Randy Wimmer and welcome back to the Entrepreneur Sound Off Podcast. This topic is short, but very, very, very sweet. It's called Avoiding the Probability of Win Lie, or the P-Win Lie. This is why this topic is so important. Understanding your probability of win on a proposal will help you make better bid decisions. To do so, you must look past one of the most common dishonesties in the federal government contracting industry. It's the probability of win lie, or the P-win lie. Allow me to explain this lie, and more importantly, the trap that it creates for you. I was a small business teaming partner on an abysmal proposal effort. When it was becoming absolutely obvious that our proposal was falling apart at the scene, The proposal manager, he came up to me and he asked me, he said, hey, Randy, uh, what can we do to improve our probability of win? Now, sometimes I'm a bit too honest (laughs) and I told him that the only way we could improve our probability of win to anything above a zero was to scrap this bid effort and go find another opportunity to bid on. Needless to say, he didn't like my advice. Now, despite having a zero chance of winning, the proposal manager went to his leadership team and recommended that we continue the bid effort. Why did he do that? Because he felt trapped and compelled to go through with this dog bid because he had recommended a probability of win of 75% when we started this effort. 75%. That is ludicrous. And this is why it's ludicrous. The incumbent contractor who currently has the contract has an historic probability of win record of 70%. Now think about that. The incumbent who currently has the contract that's being recompeted has a 70% probability of winning. That means that all other bidders combined have a combined probability of win of only 30%. So when you're saying that you have a 75% probability of win and you're not the incumbent, that's just silly. It's comical. But people so desperately want to believe it. Executives who are just counting their bonuses, you know, they so desperately want to believe that, hey, this guy, Bob, he's got the magic secret. He's got the secret sauce. He knows something. Wow, he's saying 75% probability of win. He must have been working on this thing for years. We're so desperate to hear that. We want to win so badly that we'll believe almost anything. My probability of win that I established, the highest that I would ever allow any one of my folks to state when we were considering a bid no bid decision was 25%. Now that's assuming that we weren't the incumbent. If we were the incumbent, then we would readjust that and it would be closer to 70% uh, depending on how well we were doing on the contract. But if we weren't the incumbent, the absolute highest, and that was on very, very, very rare occasion that I let us get anywhere close to 20%. Most of the time, we settled on 10%. Now, 10% can make you wealthy. So you're thinking, how in the world did you generate wealth, Randy, with a 10% P-win rate? It's not the P-win that makes you money. It's your return on investment. It's your strategy. This is what I'm talking about. Would you rather 
when 10 out of 10 contracts that you bid on that each are worth one person each? Or would you rather have a 1 in 10 chance of winning a 50 person contract? Now, one has a perfect P-win record and the other one has a shockingly low, embarrassing low P-win. But one's going to make you wealthy and the other one's just going to be nothing but a hassle. That's the strategy. You need to have a solid P-win so you can make better strategic bid efforts. It's all about your strategy. It's all about picking the right bid. Federal government contracting is not like baseball. You don't get up to bat and have free strikes and then you're out and you go home. You pick up your toys and you leave. It's not like that. There are no strikes in federal government contracting. Nobody counts how many times that you swung at a ball and missed. They only count your hits. They only count the balls that you knock out of the park. Because nobody cares about the losses. I tell people that I have um, about uh, $2 billion worth of contract awards underneath my belt. And do you know that I've never been asked a single time, well, Randy, how many times did you bid on something and lose? What's the dollar amount of the contracts that you lost? Well, I'll be honest with you, I'm a little bit too scared to count that up. It doesn't matter because $2 billion is a lot of money. Now, for small businesses, my first company, we went about a quarter of a billion dollars as a small business. Who cares about how many lost? It's all about the ones that you win. But in order to be able to make the best decisions, you got to be honest. You can't fall into that trap of having some ludicrous probability of win given to you and say, yeah, geez, it doesn't feel right. But, you know, my business development guy is telling me that we have a 75% chance of winning this thing. So even though it doesn't feel right, mm, let's go ahead and with it. And the opportunity cost of going forward is your inability to bid on something that you had a much much greater return on investment. So again, this topic was short. I get that, but I didn't want to beat a dead horse. I wanted to get the information to you, and that is avoid the P1 lie. Don't believe it. Um, and it's not like it's not like this is an isolated incident. You know, you won't be able to ask a single business development executive what his historic P1 rate is and not hear something that's at least 50% or greater. When I hear people, I, I remember this, you know, I, I would interview people and I would get the, oh, you know, I, I have a 70%, you know, historic probability of win rate. And I look at the guy straight in the face. I say, well, why aren't you bidding on more? You know, if you're only bidding on the ringers, on the, the things that you feel that confidence that you can't lose, that means that you're not leaning forward in the foxhole and bidding at things where you only have a 50% chance of winning. Hey. Why not bid on that contract if you have a coin flip chance of winning it? Or why not bid on that really, really, really big one where you had a one in three chance of winning it? Why didn't you do that? Or how about that one over there that would have just made everybody in your whole entire organization fat with a bonus check, you know, had, had you won it where you had a one in four chance of winning? Why didn't you do those? So uh, those type of questions don't go over too well. But the point I'm trying to drive home is, is, the P-Win lie, it's just ludicrous. And it's also potentially harmful because it's hard not to so desperately wish that it's real. That's all I have, and I will see you during our next podcast. Talk to you soon.